Hey, 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 you guys. Thank y'all so much for being a part of Black Canvas. We're still in season nine, and I have an amazing guest here with us on the show. His name is Jordan Anthony. He's a young singer, songwriter, all the way from Perth, Western Australia. Jordan is a vocal powerhouse that has captivated the hearts of the nation. When he was only 14 years old, when he became the youngest finalist ever in the history of the series to make the top four in the 2019 season of The Voice Australia. Following The Voice, Jordan was selected to represent Australia in the Junior Eurovision Song Contest, which is original song, We Will Rise. From a young age, Jordan Anthony had an ear for music and a passion for singing. Writing music from the age of seven, Jordan used his money to fund and independently released his first album, One World. Um, which is, was released in 2018 and has a passion to share his experiences with others through his music. With a passion to act as the voice of his generation, Jordan is constantly growing his skills on the piano, the guitar, and songwriting. He has taken inspiration from some amazing artists like Guy Sebastian, Callum Scott, Ed Sheeran, Charlie Pook, Sam Smith, and Shawn Mendes. His personal lyrics provide insight into his experiences with bullying, heartbreak, and loss. His 2020 independent release, Broken Love, is nearly at 400,000 streams on Spotify. And earlier this year, Jordan released Higher, a track about his close-knit community of family and friends. And it's a reminder that they are a continual part of his journey. And I'm so excited to have Jordan here on the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is very exciting for me. Um, it's it's my first ever podcast. So, yeah, it's an honor to be here and um, be having a chat to you today. I'm really excited. Well, I'm excited as well. And Jordan, I created some fun questions for you. So if you're ready, I want to kind of go straight into them. You can give me your first initial response. Love that. Let's do it. All right. So the first one we have is gold. So do you mind telling our listeners what went into the making of this song? Yeah, for sure. Gold is definitely one of my favorites um and originally for me a song kind of starts out really acoustic either me and a guitar or me and a piano and in this case it was a guitar and you know there's always that temptation for me to gravitate towards making a more acoustic or ballady type song but um no with this one it kind of it really wrote and produced itself i was lucky enough to work on this song with um new haven who's worked with the likes of Imagine Dragons and Jake, who's super huge at the moment. So, he, yeah, he absolutely killed the production on this one. And it's definitely got some R&B, you know, earlier kind of influences. And, yeah, I think it turned out really well. It's a, it's a song. It's a feel-good song that's about really kind of that unexplainable feeling that you get um, from people and from things that kind of everything they touch or everything they, you know, interact with turns into gold and they can really do no wrong. So it's definitely one of my favorite songs. Well, it should be one of your favorites because it's an amazing song, but it's kind of like your career. I mean, everything you have touched has turned to gold, correct, right? <laughs> hey, uh, thank you so much. I would, I would hope so. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. So do you mind telling us about who's been like a strong figure in your life who's enlightened you and helped create like a warmth in your life? Um, I would say definitely my family. You know, no doubt they really consistently inspire me and encourage me and 
none of what I do or what I've achieved would really be possible without them or their support. So that's definitely a, a radiating warmth um, throughout my life as, as well as my, my girlfriend. You know, she, I draw a lot of inspiration from her um, for my songs. Um, yeah, she's, she's super, super special to me. So I think those are, those are two of the most um, pivotal kind of influences for me and my music, definitely. Awesome. So I would love to dedicate this episode to your family and your girlfriend, if you would like. I would love that. Let's... Awesome. I love that. So the next question I have for you is one word. Um, if you had the opportunity to say one word to someone that you've lost in your life, um, who would that person be um, that you would want to say that word to? And what would you want to hear that person say back to you? Wow, what an what a in, in, insane question. Um, and I think it's something that, that we all think about, but I think at the end of the day, it's so hard to kind of put into one word what we would say to, to people we lost. But for me, I think specifically over the last 12 months, last February, um, we, we devastatingly, I lost my, my grandfather, my Nunu, as, as we call him in, in Italian, Italian culture back home. But um, I think what I, I'd just say goodbye if I could, you know. He, he left so suddenly and so devastatingly. And I think that made it all the more painful for, for me and my family. So I think just having the chance to have that, that closure and that, that goodbye would, would be really special. I actually resonate with that statement because my grandfather passed in February, but it was actually in 2003. So it's been 20 years for me. I'm sorry. And and I'm sorry to hear for you as well, because I think what people feel to realize is no matter the time frame, you know, the experience still can sting. Um, but it's about learning how to manage your emotions through that. And I'm a counselor, so I work actually with grief and trauma. And oh, wow. so- it's a great experience to kind of talk to people about their own journeys. And so for me, one thing I would always love to say to my grandfather is thanks because I'm very thankful for what he instilled in me and gave me in my early teen years. And I wish he was physically here, but I know he's with me emotionally and spiritually. I feel him always around me and that helps me to to build relationships. And I know as I'm talking to you, I'm getting to experience the life that your grandfather was able to instill and the love that he gave you as well. So I'm just so grateful to, to hear about him, but this is going to be such a great moment for you as you continue to evolve in your career that people sure. get to know more about you. That's beautiful. And yeah, I totally agree with you. I think another, another amazing thing to be able to say to them is thanks because I think for most people, much of our upbringing and much of our kind of guidance in life is is thanks to our grandparents as much as our parents, you know, our, our parents are kind of their values that were instilled into them. Really a lot of them did come from, from their parents being our grandparents. So I think it's definitely, it's such a special, special connection and a special person in our lives um, to have for sure. So it's devastating to when you do lose them. Absolutely. I do have an idea that maybe you can use for an album in the future. Um, hit me I'd love that I would love if you could create a song and dedicate it to him and then maybe include his name and like part of one maybe some of the lyrical content it's actually funny you say that I when he passed away I did actually write a song um, for him that that was played at his funeral and I've never actually released it but we did put it up on YouTube um, and, and it's called Never Gone 
and yeah, I, I dedicated that to to him and and my grandmother, and that was played at his funeral. And I've always thought, and everyone's always said, you should really release the light. This is beautiful. This is amazing. So many people would be able to resonate and connect with it. So I think you know, definitely one day I'll I will definitely release that song. But it is on YouTube if you are interested. To- Oh, I definitely will take a listen um, when we get off this um, podcast because I, I love hearing new music and I didn't hear that one yet. So I'm definitely going to have to check it out. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. So the next question I have for you is holding on to you. So if you had to change careers and become something other than a musician, what would you choose as your career? And the second part of that question is, do you think you would miss your the music that you've actually been able to record? Interestingly enough, I think for my whole life and ever since I've fallen in love with music and I've fallen in love with the craft and discovered that it is my passion and I would never want to do anything else. I've always growing up, even, you know, sometimes for my own family and for people around me, it was always the question, what's your plan B? What's your plan B? You need a plan B just in case music doesn't work out. And for me and me, me and my family always said, you don't need a plan B. And I, I always told myself that why have a plan B? That, that would be me dividing my attention between music and also something else. And so for me, I think if you have enough of a drive and if you have enough of the passion for what you really want to do and you put your everything and your soul and your life into it, I truly think that, that you will never need a plan B. But um, I did always say that I've always loved the ocean and I've loved, you know, ocean animals and, and everything to do with the ocean. So I've always said that being, being a marine biologist um, was always kind of my, my backup that, that I would have had. But I also love making coffee too. So um, barista could definitely be on the cards, definitely. But music is my sole passion and I, I'm truly in love with music and the industry and the craft. And, yeah, I would definitely miss it. I think. I think if music didn't exist, we would all miss it because, you know, music is there for you when no one else is. Music can put into words, put into song what words can't. And so I think music is such a special special art that will never not be needed in this world, you know, especially with everything we've been through recently. For sure. And, you know, one thing that's so funny, Jordan, that most people don't even recognize, but if you, next time you watch television or just anything, that you're seeing, um, or even listen to like the radio, but there's always something going on musically. If you really pay attention, even in commercials, um, leading up to the next show or sitcom, or even in when we look at previews for a movie, there's always some sort of music that's being played. And I think we just don't even think about it because it's such an innate thing that we're so used to hearing. But I love that about just how music makes us feel and how we can change um the even the inflection of how we talk based on the music we hear and how we communicate um through our artwork and so i i love to write writing is one of my favorite things to do and so when i think about i'm like one day i would love to have someone to either create a soundtrack to some of the poems i've written or maybe a book that i've done and having someone to kind of you know narrate it and have like such a great like a music I like to call it illustrated in my mind you know that would be really cool that's always thought. that is really cool that is really really cool and that would definitely be something um you know I've I would always I've always loved movies and I've loved art and I've loved you know poetry as you were saying so I think uh, a lot of 
a lot of other art like is translated alongside music kind of music can really assist in in communicating things other than music itself so yeah it's it's definitely a, a special a special art most definitely now jordan this is a fun question i'm gonna ask you it actually involves your fans let's do it all right so what do you think will be one word that your fans would use to describe you Wow, good question. What how would my fans describe me? Um I think overall, like beyond the music, I think I'd want to be be kind of known and seen as as a storyteller. Um because that's essentially what what music is and what what I want to do through my music is to essentially just connect with as many people as possible, you know? And um as I, as we were talking about music music is is very special so it's it's i think for me in my music it is really it's heartfelt and it's genuine and it's real and it's raw and i think that's something that everyone can relate to and i think that the people that listen to my music i think that is what they do enjoy about it is that they can really relate to it and feel like they're not alone absolutely now this is the fun part what would be one word that you use to describe your fans? Oh, great question. Definitely loyal, for sure. And I think that that is one characteristic that you'd always want um, of your fans. Um, I don't know. It's so hard to kind of put it put it into one word, but yeah, I'm I'm very very grateful for for my fans and everyone that does listen to my music. At the end of the day, that that's all I ever want is to just share my music with as many people as possible. All right, you're doing good. You're doing a really great job, Jordan. I want you to know that. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're helping me out. So, um, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, I want to talk about your experience on The Voice. Um, first of all, congratulations on not only making it to the top four in that show, but making a name for yourself on such a pivotal, you know, reality show that many people know, of course, we know the American version of the show. And, you know, the funniest thing is when you talk about one of your influences, Guy Sebastian, I'm a huge Guy Sebastian fan. Yes. And the funniest thing is I actually heard of him when he had guest starred on American Idol many years ago and he sung Angels Brought Me Here, which is one of my favorite songs by Guy Sebastian. Um, that he had covered which is great speaking of that song that is also like my top in my top three of guy sebastian songs but that was actually my parents wedding song um they they walked down the aisle to that song so that is one of my 100 percent favorite guy sebastian songs i love it. wow so if guy hopefully hears this i just want him to know how i've been rooting for him i remember when he had the, the afro the curly hair i just loved that when when i first saw him i think it was the season I don't know if Fantasia was on that season. I remember seeing him perform that song on American Idol when I was very young. And I just really fell in love with his voice and thought he was amazing. He's he's an awesome guy. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell me about that experience, just being on the show? And was there any, like, behind-the-scenes memory that stands out to you that just kind of makes you smile that you want to share with us? For sure, there's plenty of memories um, from that show and they were all positive. It was such an amazing experience for me and 
I always say to myself, like, oh, I think I would love to have been able to go through that experience, you know, while I'm my age at, at 18. But I always have to remind myself that I'm very much a believer that everything happens for a reason. And I think, you know, obviously 14, it's very young um, and it's a super vulnerable and malleable age. But for me, I was just really focused and I, I wasn't there with a mentality of, oh, I have to win this show. For me, it was kind of about competing against myself and going through each stage and each motion and just trying to outdo myself and be like being able to walk off stage and be like, wow, that I, that was a much better performance than last week. Um, and yeah, it was, it was an incredible experience and I met so many amazing people and formed an amazing friendship and connection with my coach Delta Goodrum. And yeah, it was, it's something that I'll never forget and I'll take with me everywhere. And it'll be a story you can tell to your kids and grandkids and just saying, hey, I was on this show. Hopefully this show will continue for the next 20, 30, 40 more years. I just love to just see these competition shows. And I think it's great to just, it's more like you said, being competitive with yourself and learning from your experiences and growing as an artist. And to be honest, like this is a very competitive, you know, business. So you really have to believe in your talent and you have to hone that craft. And so I'm excited for you, Jordan. That's amazing. Definitely. Thank you so, so much. And I think another thing that I went into every stage with was, you know, for me, one thing that was really stacked in my favor was I had the the underdog. I was, I was an underdog and I had that underdog mentality. You know, I, it's like people thought, oh, you know, he's a little 14-year-old kid. What's he going to do? And for me, in my mind, that was like, okay, great. People don't have, you know, earlier on, people weren't expecting so much from me. So I felt like I could go out there and really knock it out of the park and smash it. So I think being the underdog really served in my favor. And I was just really trying, as I said, to compete with myself and just get as far as I could and see what, see what happened. That's amazing. And I think Jordan, you made a great point of just like that underdog story. Um, a lot of artists that we start to see, especially independent artists, they sometimes have that rise to success. And they have to go through those challenges of finding, you know, management or being able to self-publish on your own or being able to be a ghostwriter. Like that's another avenue for a lot of artists to start in their career before they can actually reach that pinnacle of success that they have kind of paid for their, their lives or their thoughts or dreams and aspirations. And I'm just so excited to, to see, first of all, what you were able to do with the platform of the voice, but also being able to use your voice now in a different way to connect with the younger listeners as well as the older um, voters who were just really wanting to see you succeed. And you did a great job on that show. Thank you so much. And it's funny you say kind of how my voice has developed and people always ask me like, you know, what about when, when your voice drops and stuff like that? Well, funnily enough, my voice was actually changing through the voice, um, through that whole process. And so I was, I was kind of singing through singing through that change in my voice and if you actually go back and you watch my performances you'll notice that I really really struggled with my head voice and I was quite heavily reliant on everything being super belty and super chesty and I think that some of that may be um, to answer for is the fact that my voice was changing so I was really struggling with my positioning my positioning and so my comfort zone on the show was just smacking out these huge songs in these you know, these female keys by these insanely talented artists. 
and that was kind of the bread and butter for me on the show but that was because that was somewhat all I had because I couldn't really fully tap into the other areas of my voice at that time absolutely and I think that that shows versatility as as an artist because there's gonna be many times when you're on stage and and things are going to happen and you have to just go with the flow and just not allow anyone to know it's the magic of being an artist of you just performing and just letting it go and being reckless abandon probably is the best way to put it when you're on stage or when you're even recording i always like to listen to artists who are not trying to be perfect on the records but they have those those small minute moments where you're like wow that's that's original it's different it may sound pitchy maybe to someone else but it's original to that artist and so i love that that's exactly right. Yep. So it was, it was a definitely a whirlwind of an experience, but the, you know, the people that you get to meet, especially through the voice, it, it's such a, it's such an amazing experience. And they really do, you feel like that they really do. Everybody wants you to do really well, you know? And by the time we got to the top 16, it was very much a family kind of mentality. And we were all really great friends by that point. And so you do create these, these lifelong connections that, that you can really um, keep forever. I love to hear that. Now, Jordan, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to the younger version of Jordan? Yeah, I, I think about this a lot because, you know, there's always we, you know, regrets in life and, and whatnot. But um, I think what I would say is just be you in three words. There's so many times when I was, when I was younger that I would change myself or I would try to be different or, you know, I would, I would mask who I really was because I was trying to please people. And I was trying to, um, you know, I cared so much about what other people think. And that's, that's still something that I struggle with, you know, nowadays. And I think a lot of people struggle with is caring too much about what other people think and, you know, manipulating and changing ourselves to do the things that we think that other people want us to do. But at the end of the day, all we can do is just be ourselves. And that's how we're going to be able to be the most authentic and and real real self is is just being ourselves and i think especially as an artist it's so easy to see through you know inauthenticity and for me as i said i do feel like my music is is really genuine and it's really honest and i think that's what people connect with so it's something that i'm still learning is to really be myself and not care about what other people think and I love that about your music, Jordan. I think you are definitely honest and you can hear it. That's what I'm saying. It's something like when you listen to someone's, you know, voice, but you also feel like you're in an experience with that person because they are not only performing, but they're being themselves. And you just love to be around that type of energy. And I feel like energy plays a big role to me more than just hearing a hit song. I want to be able to feel like I'm trans it into that studio or into that stadium with that person and feel like wow this is just such a lovely experience that I was able to gain that means so much and for me that's exactly what I'm trying to accomplish it's it's that feeling that you can't explain that intangible thing that people feel so connected and so invested in in you your music and the performance that's what I'm really trying to um achieve with as many people as possible so the fact that you feel that with my music that that means a lot to Absolutely. And and I'm a person that loves to feel chill bumps. My grandmother used to say those chill pimples was her statement, she would say. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. 
So speaking of loud, which is kind of goes back into something that I love being in stadiums and being to, at different concerts. If you could perform one of your hit songs with one of your favorite artists in a stadium, what stadium would you choose and what artists would you want to actually perform with and why? That is a great question. And you were talking about some of my musical influences before, but if we're thinking about really performing in a stadium, I think indefinitely the location would would have to be i'm not sure if you know the mcg um in melbourne in australia i haven't heard of that before tell me about that so yeah it's it's the biggest stadium in australia it's a it's 110,000. you might have seen that ed sheeran um had had the biggest show of all time there um a few weeks ago when he was in australia but i think that would definitely have to be the venue and speaking of ed sheeran i think performing one of my songs with him um in the mcg packed out screaming the words um yeah it gives me chills thinking about it man i love it sharing everyone who knows me knows he's one of my favorite artists and i see fire is actually one of my favorite songs by it great song i mean he has a catalog of music and i love that he can kind of switch it up and do different styles of music and i love when he's like doing the singing rapping at the same time i mean he is just one of my favorites i love it sharing and another artist who is my favorite artist that I've seen perform twice is Tori Kelly. Oh, I love Tori Kelly. Have you heard a new song? Uh, you know, I've heard it. I've seen the video like probably a hundred times already. Like I've just, it brings me back to the nineties, early nineties, yep. 2000s. And the one thing I love about her the most is she's a very genuine individual on stage, which you see on stage with her is with, I've heard everyone say behind the scenes. And I'm still hoping one day I will get her on this show. And I've talked to a lot of people who know her or been around her. I'm like, one day, hopefully she will agree to be here. Because that would be like probably my last episode because I'll be so overwhelmed with it. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> yes, she is definitely one of my favorite artists. And that, that new song of hers, it's a, it's a banger. I love it. Yes, Missing You. You guys, please stream it. If you have not heard it, you need to definitely go check it out. It's The video is very creative. I was like, wow, it reminds me like Missy Elliott, TLC vibes. It was really cool. For sure. It's such a vibe. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to play a quick fun game with you before we get close to the end. So if you're ready, I'm going to ask you questions. It's going to be like this or that. So you're going to choose one of the two options. Love that. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, so the first one I have for you, do you prefer swimming pools or beaches? Beaches, hands down. Nothing nothing beats the... the... I love the beach, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about summer or winter? Touching on that, definitely summer. I'm more of a winter person. That's the, I love the winter. I, that's something I really enjoy. I think I think winter. I like winter because there's no better feeling of like rugging up in your in your hoodies, and I feel like the fashion's better in winter as well. You know, you can pull out your favorite jackets and stuff. But I just think summer, just the lifestyle, um, especially back in Australia, it's 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 amazing. You can't see, but I live in Louisiana, and the humidity here is horrible. <laughs> yes, fair enough, fair enough. So I'm like, no, I need me something really cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Now, what about text messaging or calling someone on the phone? Oh, I'm actually, I'm guilty of, I'm a bit of a texter. I never, you know, I, I rarely, I, I do call, but for me, I just, 
I find it so easier to text, but calling definitely has its place. I feel like some things can get misconstrued or misinterpreted over text. So I think calling and FaceTime is, is better for that for sure. I get that. I'm definitely a texter too because I yeah. work a lot. So I prefer text more than anything for sure. Now, what about um, dining in or dining out? I do. I do like dining in. Dining in is nice. You know, you get you get a bit more experience. You can, you know, put on some nicer clothes and you know enjoy it. And yeah, the food's fresh. So I think. I love that one too. Dining in for me. Now, what about movies or TV shows? Good question. You know what? I'm I'm more of like a gamer. I love playing video games. But if I had to choose movies or TV shows, probably TV shows. Because I, I do okay. love getting invested in a good show, for sure. I do too. I mean, TV is something I, I need to watch myself. Because sometimes I get caught and I'm like watching something for six hours. It's so <laughs> easy, right? It's so easy. It is. Now, I think I know the answer to this next one. Reality shows or documentaries? Oh, this one answers itself. Reality shows, 100%. Well, I'll tell you right now, one of my guilty pleasures is watching Married at First Sight and Love Island. I get so much stick for it, but I tell you what, it's just, it's such bad TV, but you just cannot stop watching it. So reality shows, hands down. Absolutely. Now, my two favorite shows outside of the singing competition shows, because I love American Idol and The Voice, but I love Survivor and I love Big Brother. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, my, my mom as well is a, is a huge fan of Awesome. Yes, yeah, Survivor. The one thing I love about Survivor the most, I mean, Jeff Prost is one of the best hosts of any show, but I just love that you get to kind of have a behind the scenes of each contestant. And now they're doing more backstories of a lot of the contestants. And, you know, this season has just been amazing thus far. I can't wait to see who wins. I'm rooting for some people that I, I won't say who because I don't want to jinx it. But <laughs> <laughs> but there's, yeah, there are like two of them that I really, really think are going to go really far. So I'm just going to wait and see how it goes. But yeah, reality for sure. I loved it. Same. Now, what about, do you prefer education or experiences? I think, in my opinion, I think experience leads, you can become educated through experience. I've always said, you know, music is such a practical industry and I just feel like I'm destined to just go out there and do my thing and I will learn from the experience that I gain from being out there and doing my thing, you know? For sure. I think you answered that perfectly and that's true. You can learn a lot through that and educate yourself. Now, what about regret or doubt? Oh, I love that. I think doubt because I think regret is much more painful, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. What, what would you say for that one? Oh, it's hard. Cause sometimes I think regret for me, I would choose because then it gives me something to think about and say, Hey, I regretted that decision. I can change it. But if I, I love that. doubt myself, then that's kind of saying I didn't believe in, in some parts of myself, too. So I don't know. It's kind of hard. That's hard. Yeah, they're both bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, we have none, right? <laughs> right. We, we can say none on that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the last one I have for you, would you rather pause time or rewind time? Ooh. How long, how far back do I get to rewind? You get to choose. Ooh. I think, 
I think I'd have to pause time because I'm a, I'm a big believer. As I said, everything happens for a reason. And so if I rewind and things don't play out, you know, the way they have and have gotten me to the position here, I may not do music and I may not be an artist and I may never have gone on the voice and gone through these incredible experiences to lead me to where I am now. So I think pause time. And pause time is the one I would choose because there's some memories and things that are indelible in my brain and I don't ever want to forget those. So if I could pause that and go back to it and just kind of stay in that moment, that would be so amazing. Agreed. Love it. We're on the same page. You did really, really great on that game. Thank you. No, that was fun. I, I really enjoyed that. Awesome. So Jordan, I only have two more questions for you. So the last two. Um, do you mind telling our listeners um, what's next for you? And the second part of that question is how can they find you online? Great. What's next for me? You know, I think I, I love to think that the sky's the limit. I'm working really hard in the studio. I just actually came from a studio session um, working on a brand new song. And so just creating really quality and really amazing, amazing music that people are going to continue to enjoy and continue to relate to. That's definitely a big thing. I'd love, I'm going to be doing more performances for sure. I'm going to hopefully be doing an Australian tour sometime within the next 12 months and an EP or an album is definitely on the card. So there's definitely a lot of exciting things, um, exciting things coming up for me and that, that everyone and yourself is going to find out about super, super soon. And in terms of where you can find me, you can find me and follow my journey um, everywhere pretty much at Jordan Anthony Music. So that's, that's where you can kind of keep up to date with me and what I'm doing. I love to interact with everybody um, on my social media and everything. And Gold is out now, the new song. So, yeah, I'd, I'd love to know what everyone thinks. So I'm really proud of it. I'm very proud of it. I've been streaming it and supporting you, and I've been sharing your music with other people. I feel love like that. you are going to be even bigger than you ever thought you could be on The Voice. I feel like you have a talent. You have a great spirit. You have a, a strong support system behind you. And as long as you just keep your head focused on your goals, um, read all your contracts, be aware of people who are getting close to you for the wrong reasons, make sure you set parameters in those relationships. And just remember that, have fun. Like if nothing else goes right in your life and you're like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen next. Remember, hey, I did what I love to do. I gave it my all. And as long as you're having fun and you're putting yourself into your music and your career, you can That's exactly right. And I always love to say, if there was no money or the business side of it wasn't involved, would I still love to do it? Yes. And I think that that's the answer that everyone's got to ask within their own lives with with what they're doing is, you know, if, if it wasn't a job, um, quote unquote, would we still love it? And would we still love doing it? And for me, music is that thing. It's, it's my hobby. It's my job. It's, it's what I love. It's my everything. So yeah, it's super important to me. Well, I'm just so excited, Jordan. This has been such a great experience. First of all, you guys, this is the first time Jordan and I have actually talked uh, physically. So this is really cool. I love that this is your first podcast. We're getting more about each other. I'm excited. It was an absolute honor. So yeah, thank you so much. Oh, no problem. I would love to have you back in the future on one of my other podcast shows. So if you're interested in either performing or just interested in kind of talking more and elaborating about your past and, um, you know, things you've learned to to deal with and adversities you've experienced and how you persevered, I would love to have you back in the future and we can keep in touch and I'll let you know how things are going. Definitely. If you, if you would have me on again, I would be on here in a heartbeat.
Awesome. Well, I definitely will have you back soon, Jordan. So I'm going to keep in touch with you. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. I love that. That's exactly right. Thank you so much for having me, Jerry. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You have a great rest of your day. You too. See everyone. All right. Bye. Oh, 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 oh.